Hello, and welcome to today's episode of From the Desk of Precious Wayne. Today we will be speaking with Stacy Slava, wellness coach, regarding a clean diet and proper detox. Hello and thank you for tuning in for today's episode of From the Desk of Precious Wayne. Today we have on Stacy. Stacy is a wellness coach. As you could tell by the glow of her skin, she takes her health seriously. And we're going to talk to her about clean dieting and detox today. Hello, Stacy. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, pleasure to be here. Yes, I would love to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was born in Russia and um, ever since I was a little girl, um, my parents always taught about eating from from the land, basically. So mm-hmm. it's organic. It's all woods and wild. And my grandma used to cook dandelions and uh, basically like a grass weed. She would come up with crazy recipes and it all tasted delicious. Back then, of course, I didn't really think about the nutrition part of it, mm. but Everything was organic and <laughs> from the land. Wow. So um, by the age 13, we moved to Israel. And Israel is great in terms of food nutrition-wise. And the produce is all fresh and organic, which is a new term back in the days in 1995. The organic was not so much popular. But mm-hmm. the food did taste differently. When we came to United States, the the food just tastes blah. You go to the regular store, grocery store, and the food does not have any taste. Nevertheless, it lasts for a long time. Like the shelf life is just incredible. <laughs> oh, wow. So this concept of eating clean and eating organic is all been ingrained with me. However, living in the United States, it become a challenge. It became a challenge because not everywhere you can find the good organic. Even if it says it's organic, mm-hmm. it still does not guarantee that it's going to be organic food. Okay. So it's a huge disparity between the two? Yes. Yes, big time, big time. Okay. And a couple years ago, um, I was researching what can I, how can I, how can I start influencing other people? I know I'm living healthy in the way that I can. I know I love to take care of myself, and I know that I would love to extend this to my friends and family and everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I came across of um, health coach that I have not okay. heard that term before. And I start reading about it. I'm like, hmm. I told my husband, like, I think I want to become a health coach. <laughs> yes, it's needed. It's definitely needed. 
It is. It's a great place to be. It, and that's how I joined Health Coach Institute and I graduated and I later on I earned master a degree with them because it's just amazing concept of educating other people. And it's not only about eating organic and healthy. It's about relationship between human humans to the food in general, whether it's outside, whether it's inside, how you can grow it, how, how can you enhance your nutrition by simply um, start eating more fruits and vegetables, intaking more healthy stuff and not focusing on on just what marketing and society tries to influence us. <laughs> okay. So do you grow also? I don't grow necessarily right now. I did okay. confess I just ordered a tower garden, which I'm so excited about it. Yes, I am going to be trying because I have a black thumb. I only can grow aloe. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love the concept of growing tomatoes, which I did a few times. And it, like my son loved it, just come to the pot and pick it up and eat it from the from the bush, basically. So I do love this concept of growing myself and mm -hmm. I'm experimenting it. Yes, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to come. I'm planning to grow um lettuce of course different types of lettuce tomatoes and strawberries so far those are my three that i'm gonna gonna concentrate but we'll see <laughs> okay well i would definitely want to do a follow-up review once you get the tower up and going it's funny that you would say that because i've been looking at the reviews on it and kind of looking at it i had gotten a small hydro mm -hmm. grower and started the lettuce and the spinach and the lettuce grow it just grows and grows really? uh -huh. and out of ignorance I was like when I buy it it's in a ball it's not making a ball it's just like a huge bush just growing all over the place <laughs> and I was like it didn't form a ball maybe I did something wrong but it's from still the lettuce. bush it's still, it's still there the nutrition yeah. part is still there it, yeah it's so I picked my first pick. My grandchildren mm -hmm. loved it. They mm -hmm. said it didn't taste like from the store. And so I was very just like, yes, this is good. So mm -hmm. when I saw that you were um, looking to do some podcasts, mm -hmm. I said, I have to have her. Talk to us about female health. Veg what type of diet works well for us as females? Well, every health, female and male, starts in the gut. Everything comes from the gut. So for everyone, it's just the beginning, the root of all the issues, the health problems, the skin problems, the digestion problems. With the female, of course, is the, well, cramps, mm -hmm. monthly cramps, or once we get to the menopausal stage hormone changes and everything changes so the root causes it's still in the gut so prioritizing um, no sugar no gluten um, sleep stress level exercising it all comes up together to just thrive once you start paying attention to your daily routine it just comes up 
Okay. Now it's very popular. You see everything in tea. Now teas are in yeah. every flavor, elderberry, turmeric, lemon ginger mixtures. It's just tea for everything. But right. is tea really the answer? Tea really helps. Okay. First of all, um, warm food helps the digestive tract. doesn't matter if, whether it's a tea or bone broth, chicken broth, beef broth. It mm -hmm. all soothes our digestive system. When we have a monthly visitors and if we have cramps, it is recommended to drink something warm, brothy, to soothe it down. So tea is one of the options. Yes, it's a warm, nice texture that will just nourish the gut from inside. Different teas, of course, you have to look into quality. Not every tea is the same. Organic, if you know where it grows and it comes from, it's even better. So you got to look for this. For example, I'm, not to brag, I'm growing lemongrass in my backyard. So if I know that the lemongrass is right there, doesn't have any pesticides that I know that is a true, real lemongrass, I will prefer to put that in my tea. And it doesn't take much time. I mean, you just take a few leaves, you boil it in a small pot, boom, you have some nutrition, nutritious tea. Ginger, you cannot go wrong with the ginger. I mean, ginger, we know that you cannot fake it. <laughs> in uh -huh. the factory. <laughs> yeah. So making ginger tea is one of the simplest and uh, organic and uh, fast tea that you can make that will benefit you in so many levels. Okay. So mint as well. Mint, we know that it grows pretty much easy to grow. So anything that comes to you as simple and excessive to grow you can make tea out of it and it's probably going to be the best then you go to the store and try to buy something fancy uh sachets tea that you have no idea what they put in that sachet <laughs> right <laughs> what shrubs they use as uh, as the feeling so prioritizing common sense and prioritizing where your food tea uh, coming from, it will make make more um, benefits, and it will make your more more accessible. Just to get access to the simple stuff, the simple the better. <laughs> yes, keep it simple, and it will definitely will benefit. Now, do you plan on introducing any of these products? A line of any of these products going forward, the teas or the mixtures or anything like that to go with your coaching program? I don't necessarily introduce as my product, but the tip that if you can grow, if you in around my area in Orlando, and if you would love to grow lemongrass, I would be happy to share with you, Ruth, so you can, you can grow yourself. Aloe, the same. Like, if it's something accessible, yes. Um, I'm sure, like, even if you go to a um, local store, mm -hmm. and I'm talking about, like, a, um, uh, what it's called. Mm, the word is escaping me. Plant store. Mm -hmm. You can probably get a small version of lemongrass 
aloe, um, mint, and you can try to grow it on your own. It's definitely doable. But I can recommend in terms of what's what's good, what to look for, what kind of tea to make, what how it how to use it in general. I can definitely give all that advice. Okay. Now, for those that are looking for a wellness coach, how can they find you to book? I am on social media. They can find me on um, Slava Slava Facebook as a health coach. Um, I'm on Instagram, Wellness Coach Slava, or website www.wellnessbyslava.com. Okay. Okay. And how long are your programs normally? Six weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks? I have different range of programs. It, it's all it's all uniquely designed for the person because sometimes. It's, it's all get discovered in a discovery call, basically. It is a 15 to 30 minutes discovery call free of charge. It's just to get to know each other and see what the other person, what my potential client may be looking for. And mm-hmm. depends on that, I can um, offer whether a four weeks course or a 12 week course, or it's just, you know, one time session. It's all depends. It's all personal. Okay. Well, this is good for all of those, all of you out there watching, who's looking to take your health to the next level, definitely reach out to Stacy regarding wellness. She has had the opportunity to experience um, a fresher lifestyle. We do know that in, that here in the United States, um, a lot of the things we eat are looked down upon in other countries. They don't some of the things are even banned. They're like, no, we're not going to yeah. give our people this. Yeah, We just kind of <laughs> freestyle. So she True. has had the opportunity <laughs> to live abroad and learn, develop different types of eating habits. Are there a lot of things now that you're here that you find that we freely indulge in that was not necessarily encouraged in the other countries? Ah, of course, fast food is number one. <laughs> <laughs> because it's convenient. And the stores right there, they, they build those fast food stores in every single corner. So of course, I'd rather save my time and drive through and get some burger <laughs> and fries that has no nutrition value, but will fill me up until the next meal. So, so this is one of the biggest ones of course that (laughs) (laughs) the burgers and fries (laughs) and of course burgers and fries they go well together with sugar with Uh milkshakes Uh and that's just another little things that creates bad habits and then we get accustomed to the starbucks and going to dunkin donuts and getting sugary drinks because it's convenient (laughs) instead of making coffee at home where you can add more nutrients even by switching sugar Uh you will get benefits the same benefits of drinking homemade coffee yeah it's going to take a little bit extra few minutes to (laughs) to make it but at least you're not going to, A, you're going to save on the money. <laughs> daily, yeah. da- daily trip to the Dunkin' Donuts adds up in a big 
you have to have a big pocket to go <laughs> to, to buy coffees every day. And most, many families depend on coffee. Many families, people, particularly my clients that I come across, they drink two to three to five cups daily. Uh-huh. That's a lot of coffee that you can save. That's a lot of money that you can save by making simply making a change of brewing your coffee at home. Exactly. Switching sugar to healthy version. Boom. You have much healthier, less money drink than that you can drink. <laughs> exactly. Now you're in Orlando. Are there any stores? That, since, that you've encountered since you've been here in Florida that have a higher inventory of the clean diet types of foods than others? There are a few. There are a few. Um, however, from my observation, it is hard to keep up. First of all, the prices there, of course, they're a bit higher than the normal store. So mm-hmm. many people will still opt out to go to the regular store. Uh-huh. Even because it does hurt the pocket. <laughs> However, uh, the value that they offer by providing clean, fresh produce is is just life changing. And I do understand that when regular basis we still go to the regular stores because it's convenient because it, because we know that we can find. Um, anything, fruits, vegetables, meat, anything we can find in a convenience store, but the quality is going to be a little bit different. Exactly. Exactly. And it's almost, it's definitely a disadvantage that the cleaner, healthier food is more expensive than the junk food. It Mm -hmm. almost is like a setup to keep you on a non-healthy yeah. regimen. It's the market's plan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because if they if you stay on an unhealthy diet, then you keep going to the doctor exactly. because something keeps acting up. Yes. And it's, it's just a, like a vicious yeah. cycle. It's a pharmacy. Yes, it's a pharmaceutical uh strategy. <laughs> oh, yes. <goodness. laughs> This is this is terrible. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not funny, but it's true. Yes. Yes, because that makes it even harder for those with a lower income. Very so much. Those with a lower income are least likely to go to the um, different stores like the um, Earth Foods and the right. different places like that because they're slightly higher and yeah. so they're stuck at the Winn-Dixie or the Walmart mm-hmm. yeah with even yeah that's yeah and the that, cycle continues yes yeah yes okay that's that's a that pain is unfortunate up. yes yeah because now if the listeners had anything that you would say cut away from their diet immediately outside of the fast food and the hamburgers, what would that be? Number one is sugar. Yeah. Sugar. Okay. Sugar. It's huge. And we have sugar in everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Condiments. Um, 
salad dressings, um, everything has sugar. You go to the restaurant, the sauces, the gravies, everything that yeah. they use has sugar. <laughs> exactly. Because it tastes good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because our body is majority, of course, we are we so accustomed to the taste, we're so addicted to the sugar, we don't even recognize it. So when we taste something that has less sugar, it doesn't taste good to us. It takes cycle in our body to really get rid of it. The taste buds do change and it's reversible. However, to get to that point where you taste regular sugar and like, oh, it's just too sweet for me, you need to get to that point. It's doable. Yeah. It's doable. It's totally healthy and it's totally worth it. It just takes a little bit of self-discipline. Uh, and mm -hmm. of course, number one is desire to get to that state. Exactly. Now, how long would you recommend staying away from the sugar to get to the point where the sugar now becomes noticeable? 30 days, 60 days? Um, the start is three weeks. It's the first level. So we, what I do is we do the sugar assessment at the beginning, and then there is three weeks to cycle it out. And it includes like you eating less sugar. You, like there is a three um, food category where, where you are in a high, medium, or low sugar intake. And then you can gently transfer from the high or the medium, depends where you are, to the low sugar impact. After three weeks, we can reintroduce it again. You can try. You can try to eat donut. You can try to eat something sugary and see how you feel. You will see the difference. And then depends on that, depends where you're stopped at three weeks, we continue that cycle in another. It, it all depends. It's all personal because everybody's going to be on a different journey and different um, time frame to get to the to the desired outcome but it's doable and it just takes three to it's hard to say the start point is three weeks and then we go from there to see some people will stay there for the rest of their life because they like it to be at that no sugar limit some people will adjust it maybe say okay i don't like monk fruit i need to switch to something different and that will, the, the sugar amount will be varies. It will be a little bit different. But mm. overall, yes, limiting sugar as much as possible. That's like number one step. Okay. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I encourage all of you to visit Stacy's social media and to check out her website to reach out for a wellness check. I have one last question before we call it quits. Newborns, baby food, mm -hmm. what is your recommendation with dietary care for small children? For newborns, of course, it's all up to, to the mom to decide. I know from my personal experience, when my son was born, I did not have any milk. So I had to find a, a person, she was Russian as well. So she was having the same more or less diet as I was having, and she had extra supply. So my son was 
feeding off her for quite some time until I decided, okay, that was not convenient for me to drive all the way. She, she lived far. <laughs> so that was not working out for me. So I switched to the formula. There is really no right or wrong because it's just, it is what it is. Uh-huh. Breast milk, of course, is the best. It's the ones that recommended and is the best you can ever have. Uh-huh. But if nature did not <laughs> play your cards, like in my case, I had to substitute it. So there it is. My son is growing. He's a picky eater now, which is a surprise to me. I mean, if I would think with the formula additives and uh, other mom's milk, he would be more open to try new foods. Maybe it's the age. Maybe it's his gut. I don't know yet. I'm going to figure this out a little bit later when he can get to that point in his life. But for kids, it's definitely recommended to have more fruits and vegetables. Of course, we're talking about toddler and up, not the newborns. Mm-hmm. Uh, fruits and vegetables, the cleaner, the better in any form that you can get. Pouches, I I see on the market, I get them used every time. Now there are reusable pouches. So you can make applesauce puree where you can add a little bit spinach, a little bit kale, a little bit strawberries, and you make it yourself, which is super simple to make. And yeah. there you go. You reuse those pouches and kids will never know that it's not store-bought. Boom. Exactly. Simple. And it doesn't take much time to make it. Okay. So that is an amazing idea. So new mothers, you heard it here. Get you some apples and some kale and some strawberries and make your baby a healthy meal so that they don't grow up addicted to the toxins and toxic food that we have become so accustomed to. Stacy, I thank you so much. Um, we will definitely do a follow-up interview once your tower gets up and blossoming oh, so, so we can see how you're doing. Um, I thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you. That was my pleasure. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. Let's see. It's hard to know that through it all This is gonna hurt you this time Now I just talk the line I have a reason for all the things and all the ways I tried to tell you, but you turned away And now you need me so bad Girl, it's driving you crazy I, you wanna be with me, but things never change today's episode, we spoke about healthy eating. We will look at Genesis 1 and 29 to see what scripture says about healthy eating. 29, uh, 1 and 29 reads, And Elohim said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, in the which is the fruit of a tree. To you it shall be for food, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and 
myself. So as we look at that scripture and we look back at today's discussion, we see that the plants, the fruits, the seeds were provided for us to have something to eat. It is important that we are nourishing our body, um, not with chemicals or uh, toxins, but with healthy that was intended to help us to nourish and grow because when done correctly our body will naturally heal itself I thank you for being here for tuning in today I hope you enjoyed this episode